right. <laughs> All right, Nick, give us the clap. Won't be the first time I've given someone the clap, am I right? Hey. Yep. Was that clap all right? Now nah, do it again. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to episode 158 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey. How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty good. good. Pretty good. You do have an order that you do that in. Do I? Yep. Paul in me. Always. Paul's directly in front of me, and you're off to the side. So, uh, you know what? Yeah. Also, I just like Paul more than you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think, I think. think you also, when Severn was here, you did Severn, Severn first in me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. And when Severn left, I thought, finally, I'll be, I'll be second. <laughs> no. No, no. You could have just swapped the room around. I reckon you just swapped oh, yeah, the room right. around. Yeah, 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 you should you should definitely swap the room around. And we'll just see what happens. Yeah. That'll yeah. be very See, see what happens to the order. It'll be really funny for me when I still keep it the same. <laughs> all that effort. It'll I'll be, be sitting directly in front of you. And I'll be like, <laughs> like a foot away. I'll be like, I'm here with Paul, and then I won't acknowledge you. <laughs> <laughs> you just be talking through me to Paul <laughs> yeah. behind me. Uh you guys be playing video games? I've been playing games. <laughs> You've been playing games? I've been playing games. Have you been games playing games? Or game? Oh. I've played games. Uh, I've, I've played games. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, so I uh, downloaded a demo of a game that is not even out in early access yet. Oh. So it's even <laughs> one is, step yeah. more removed from actually oh, being boy. a release game. <laughs> it is a, a village management. Oh. <laughs> uh, survival. <laughs> I've been wow. This is you gotta be trolling me at this point. No, I'm not. This is <laughs> I'm not. It's called uh, Manor Lords. Manor Lords. Manor Lords. Okay. Um, is this one you had shown me a video of a while ago? Maybe. Maybe I've been like uh, looking forward to it for um, quite a while. Like fabian was the first well that was the one that like got me onto it because he knows the kind of games i'm into so he yeah. just randomly every once in a while sends me and sends me a video of like some village management sim i'm tempted to fake a video game <laughs> just to see if you would like you mean <laughs> it'll be pre pre early access <laughs> uh and it'll be a survival game yeah uh Set in medieval... Oh, man. France. Oh! Yeah. Uh, and... Do you have to manage a dynasty? Eventually. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, <laughs> but first, first, you have to go through all of childhood. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> all of childhood into your, teen, into your awkward teenage phase. Oh, yeah. And you have to start romancing... Oh, yep. Uh, the, the poor French women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but you die of the plague. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a if you have a child, do you take over playing from them, and then you go through that whole yes. thing again? Yes, it's great. Good, yeah. good game. Yeah. Um, that's it's... how you prestige. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I've been playing Crusader Kings, yeah. and that's <laughs> I mean, you just it. described as Crusader Kings. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure uh, Mountain Blade has a similar function. It, so it does. When I was playing it, uh, they had a 
Like I was trying to worm my way into one of the ruling families. <laughs> <Just> worm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, they hadn't had the. They didn't have those full features yet. Yeah. So I think you could have children, and then your children can grow up uh, and become like warriors, and they can die on the battlefield. Oh and all wow! Stuff. And I think in a mode where you can also die. Yeah. You will uh, like revive as one of your children. That's great. I'm take 100% into that. I know. Yeah. I, you don't have to say it, Blake. It's, I already it sounds know. really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into my soul taking over my children's body and uh, me living, living forever through my descendants. Yeah, yeah you're not allowed near my daughter anymore. Um, <laughs> I did my descendants. <laughs> so tell me about Manor Lords. Um, there isn't. I say, so there. Is it, is it Bountain Blade Manor Lords? No. Bountain Blade, I guess. Bount, Bountain Blade. Yeah. Manor Lords. Manor Lords. It is, it is, uh, it is tricky in my mind that uh, Manor Lords and Banner Lords are so similar. <laughs> yeah. And I do have to think for a second before uh -huh. I, I say it. But um, the the thing is, uh, I was really looking forward to this. And I knew this demo was coming for a couple of weeks. Um, and I played quite a lot of it. However, being a... One of the like drawbacks of the demo was that you couldn't save. <laughs> so uh -huh. I was just starting again uh -huh. every time, and I pretty much only ever got up to the same place. And it How would take <laughs> would take me like probably like four or five hours to get to the spot, and then okay. I'd be like, "Man, okay, I I'm I'm tired now. Like it's midnight. It, it's just roguelike, but rogue, yeah, rogue -like yeah. city builder. Yeah, it's a roguelike city builder. Except um, how how uh, how many times did you do this demo? Um, say about four times. Wow, four four. Well, times. I mean, the first the first two... twenty hours of unsavable gameplay <laughs> that you played. Actually, that sounds about right. Maybe <laughs> close to maybe maybe not quite twenty, but like pretty in the teens at least. <laughs> of unsavable demo. It is the same gameplay every time. Yeah, <laughs> but Did I was doing out? I was doing better every time. So always with these games, your first town is pretty much gonna die like you you always end up wanting to restart every game of of this i've played of this type i've played the the first town either just collapses from hunger or cold or whatever <laughs> uh -huh. so it's missing a resource that you didn't plan for uh or you get to a point where you've done such a bad job of like managing the town that you're like okay i can start again and do better now that i i know what i'm doing so yeah. the first two were kind of like that and then the last two, I had a much clearer idea of what I was doing, and I, I set things up much better. Everybody had food. Everybody had all the resources they needed. Uh, but then it would be like midnight or 1 a.m., and I'm like, it's time for me to go to bed, <laughs> and I'm just going to close this because I can't save it. You could, you could pause it and leave the computer well, I could on. leave it running like, yeah. like a... Like a child from the '90s with yeah. a Sega. Yeah, I, I knew someone who had a, uh, a a GameCube running for like six weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, I had, I, was I don't like the idea of leaving my computer running while I'm out. Yeah. Okay. You know. Fair. Yeah. I just um, have a idea that I would come home and my house is on fire. So, what? Tell me about this game. Um, it's it's pretty much well. So we talked about um. This game called Father's Frontier. Well, I talked about it for like forty minutes on one of the other <laughs> podcasts. Uh, so much of it is like that, really. Like, <laughs> to be honest, like there isn't. From what I experienced, I didn't actually get to experience any of the 
the the new interesting features of this game. It was like <laughs> <laughs> like there's all there's all this stuff. You played that, it four times. Yeah, there's 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 like a skill tree. There's like a like a smaller poe style like skill tree uh-huh. with like passives and all this sort of stuff that's locked in the in the demo okay. couldn't experience that there's this whole um diplomacy thing where you're where you're actually writing letters like paragraph by paragraph you're crafting letters to uh fellow lords in neighboring thing uh-huh. in neighboring like regions that's not in the demo the, 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 <laughs> okay. it's all the most basic the, all the most basic like village management stuff so it's 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 a so game that I pretty much like. Hey, you know this kind of game you've played a lot. It's that. It's pretty and much only that. It was pretty much that. Yeah. It was pretty much that, and it was like, um, it was much 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 slower than any of the other games. Uh-huh. Um, so I all, all these games have like um, like uh, like speed up. Yeah, you know, double things. speed, double speed, whatever. This one goes from like you know normal speed. The next one is like four times speed. And then the next one is like eight times or something, and so if you don't play it on at least, on at least four times speed, you you don't get very far. And <laughs> the first time I played, I was just playing it on normal speed, and that's why it was it took me like three hours just to like get some basic things up and running. Um, but uh, it, it, I I do feel like it's a game I played before. Yeah, four times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then all the all the cool. But then it's 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 such a bum because like all the cool stuff I was like looking forward to wasn't in the demo. But the basics are down really well, like it, and it looks really nice. When does it come out? I don't know. <laughs> It'll be it. coming out in early access first. Oh boy. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It, it it from what I played, it's great. Great foundation. Great foundation, and I'm excited for all the other interesting things that should be coming from it. Okay. Cool. Did you know that the things that you were excited about? Um, weren't in the demo. Nope. Okay. I was what like, about the I, so you went into the demo fully expecting the full. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I knew it was like gonna not have some of the features mm. because I mean, it's a demo of a game that's not even in early access yet. Yeah. And it'll be coming out in early access first, so I was expecting some features to not be there. But um, for it to like all all the like the cool stuff of like diplomacy um, seemed really interesting to me where mm. you're like crafting a letter to two people and that n- none of that's in and it's just it really was just like the basic foundation of the game so um, and they they nailed that pretty well like it's it, it's pretty much the same as like father's frontier in that sense yeah so okay I get why you'd play it one time. Mm. You've got this demo, you download it, you're like, it's fantastic, I can't wait to play it. There's like all these cool features, yeah. play through it. Uh, it's missing a bunch of stuff, and your village dies. Great. Mm. Totally get it. Yep. Second time, you, I get why you play it a second time. Yep. It's like, uh, my village died the first time, I get that there's missing all these features, yep. but I want to just be successful. Yeah. Explain to me the, second, the third and fourth time. <laughs> uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to just try, like, every time I felt like I had, um, like, understood what to do better. Yeah. Um, and every time I started, I was like, I'm going to get further this time. Okay. So they have, they have these, uh, they have these quests, I guess that you'd call them. They're more like, uh, to me, it seems more like a, a tutorial of like, um, of like telling you what buildings you're going to need. Uh-huh. And, and you start off, it just says, uh, you know, build these three buildings yeah. and then you progress to the next sort of thing that then tell, tells you to like build more all buildings sure, that sure, sort of thing sure. so the thing i realized is that the first couple of games i was just doing that and i was just like okay how far through 
this do I do I get? I was just building the things they told me to build. Yep. You know, moving on to the next thing. The problem with that is that uh, you require more things than just what they're saying to build. Interesting that they're setting you up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> like hey, build build these specific <clears throat> things. Uh, okay, I've done it. Okay, you're losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was like that. It was like it was like I'd uh, it was like. I'd built these. I'd built all these specific things, and yeah. I was like, "Great, I'm moving on to like the next uh, yeah. set of things to build." Yeah. And then I was like, "I'm running out of food. Yeah. Why am I running out of food?" And I was like, "Well, the the berries that my guys are picking are seasonal, so they disappear in the winter. Uh. I didn't have any um, uh, hunting like deer or anything to hunt in uh-huh. the region that I'm in, and I was I was like, I, I could build farms, but." farms were not in that list of buildings that i should build right so i was like oh i think i'm not actually supposed to only build what's in that list i'm supposed to like yeah yeah, build eventually build those things but maintain the the thing and i i feel like that threw me off like if that didn't have that i think i could have just like figured out what to do along the way this is an interesting design problem because uh it uh yes often when you're giving a player instructions they will adhere to those instructions and that's it yeah and it's really it's a difficult task to give the player enough information for them to learn that there's more that they have to do. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a, it's a mental lock in that players tend to develop. Yep, it definitely was because I just you know outsourced all my thinking to this list. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't worrying about anything because I was like, I trust the list, trust yeah. in the list. Yeah, uh, and then I shouldn't have trusted the list. I should have ignored the list and just yeah. figured it out myself. Because that's that's with uh, Father's Frontier, that is what I did. There's no no list. Yeah, I think it does suggest at the start, like, oh, you might want to build this, and you might your people might want, need this. Yeah. And it, it'll say like it says like uh, your villagers need houses, and it's like really, I of course. Yeah. So you're gonna build those anyway. But yeah. it took like with Father's Frontier, it took like two or three like new games to really get a handle on the build order that I need things in. Sure. And in this demo, it basically presents you a build order. Yeah. And then you follow it and then realize you shouldn't have been following it so It's more like a tech order rather than a build order. Yeah, yeah. It's It's... like in this phase, you'll want to build these things, not only build these things. Mm. Right. And and it was easy to fall into that because the first bunch of buildings that is on that list are pretty much the main and only buildings you can build at that time yeah so it leads you into thinking oh i get it so it's like i'll build these and then i move on to the next ones and move on to the next yep. ones but really it's like you build those and then you you, you go on to the next ones out. but then you go back to the first ones and build more of those yeah and go on yeah to the third, and, and it's like mm, it's, yeah often it's a pyramid sort of structure to mm. the, the, at least to the resource generation right yeah yeah um so yeah that's that that's why i kept restarting so much because i realized like okay forget about this 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 list thing just figure it out myself so then eventually i was like building farms and that sort of thing um i i the the uh the first time well the first time i uh failed from not having enough food and i thought okay i'll i'll make sure to build farms this time yep i built a farm and then was like why are my peasants not using the farm and then i uh. because it's not in it like it's not in the list it doesn't it doesn't tell me 
Like, it doesn't tell me anything about how the farm works. Okay. Yep. I just have to figure it out. Uh-huh. You know, and then I realized I have to build a farmhouse. The, far, the, the, the field, which I'd built, yeah. is separate from the farmhouse. And so I, the farmhouse is what I need to assign my um, villagers to to work the field. Interesting. And I'd so build- you, you have to build two separate structures. That yeah. is oh, weird. Other, other games like that I'd played, you build a farmhouse, and yeah. within the farmhouse gives you an option to, to build the fields. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Why, why are they even separate? I don't know. Does it mean you can do multiple farms per farmhouse or? Yeah. I mean, you can just have as many. Uh, I, th- I think the farmhouse. Surely there's a, there's the a farmhouse would give you a radius, I think. And it's just right. like yeah. any, any fields within this radius that they'll work, yeah. you know, and then each field you can plant different things. Gotcha, so it, it, gotcha, it works gotcha. like that. But, you know, say like me realizing, okay, I need food. I need to, plant stuff build a field why is nobody working the field everyone's can't yeah everyone's gonna starve to death again and then of course everyone starved to death because i had a field and no farmhouse yeah. for people to work out of so i started again it's weird that that's not conveyed to you clara some, well, some games don't though well, right some games just allow you to build things and even in that um what's that game i was playing that was part roguelike part weird little city builder the um cult of the lamb cult of the lamb oh. yeah that had a few things like that where you just build stuff and it doesn't really explain mm. right how many things it can service or anything yeah it's like scarecrows and ah. like to fully flesh out a farm you need scarecrows and you need planter boxes and you needed fertilizer boxes oh yeah so for that, I kind of it makes sense to me because a roguelike, a big part of the roguelike experience is discovery Figuring, through experimentation. Yeah. Um, whereas for a village sim, <laughs> it's less about that and more about management of your resources mm. in space. Um, it's interesting. Everything you just kind of talked about is uh, relevant to me at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so I was just at PAX Australia, um, and I was showing off. Uh, the game I work on, which is uh, Age of Darkness Final Stand. Um, and the company I work for uh, was also showing off a game called World Boss. Mm. Uh, so there were, we had two games on the show floor, and they were really pushing World Boss because it's a first-person shooter that's built for drop-in, drop-out play. It's like kind of got the, what they call it, like the, the IO gameplay framework, where it's like the game is always kind of running, and oh, yeah. you can just sort of enter a server and... Uh, the idea is like you kind of climb the, the ranks and mm. you get perks and all sorts of stuff and then you can leave whenever you want. There's no start or end to the game is the idea. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is fan- if you're if you're on a show floor. Oh yeah. Amazing. <laughs> you literally walk up to a computer anytime and you play. Yeah, that is pretty. You have right. a good time and you bail. Yeah. And that's the that's the intended experience. Uh, Age of Darkness. On the other hand, <laughs> that's a tough game to be on a show floor. Really, really hard. Yeah. So, yep. uh, we had built some save files that were intended to kind of show off different points of the gameplay. Oh, yeah. But uh, there's really no good point in that gameplay for a show floor. Let me let me take you through the, the variants we tried. Yep. Okay. So, at its most basic level, uh, when you start the game, you have a keep, you have some units, and you, start, you have to build, like, a hut and lumber yard and uh you have to explore and you have to find stone and you have mm-hmm. to do all these things before you can even start building units 
So there's like a bunch of steps before you can get to what I would describe as like the familiar RTS gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, and the way like our resource generation works is not like your standard RTS. There's no like villagers don't aren't a unit that you can mm. control. Um, and there's like a day night cycle with a death night thing mechanic that you if it's all in the UI. And if you don't know what you're looking at, you don't understand it. Mm. So that's the very start of the game. Pretty confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, just not a lot for you to do in those first few minutes other than sort of explore mm. and, and look for trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trees and, and rocks. Yeah, yeah. Look for uh, a good spot to put a lumber mill. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And like, if you know what you're doing, you can get through all that mm. really quick. But if you don't know what you're doing uh, and no one's there to tell you yep. what you're doing, you really it's, it's a really, really hard thing to start off with. So we tried also a version where you're like, Maybe a, a, a day before the death night, the first mm. death night. And so you've got, like, most of your base established. You've got a training hall. Maybe you've got a wood workshop. You've got mm. enough infrastructure that your base is kind of self-sustaining, and you can start building troops. So if you enter at that state, you have a lot of things to look at. That's very confusing for <laughs> yeah. someone. Yeah. Uh, so then we tried, we also tried a mid-game one where it's even bigger. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Uh, you've got all, pretty much all of your infrastructure you need, and you're like at Death Knight 3. Yeah. And it's just really about building your defenses. But if you don't know what you're trying to do, yeah. you just have lots of pieces on the board, and you yeah, don't yeah. really know what to do with them. Mm. And we also tried, like, the final stand. Which oh, is my like, God. Uh this is this one i realized was going to be way 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 too confusing but i wanted like a big part of age of darkness's thing is like a spectacle mm -hmm. you, you get to this point where like there were mm. seventy thousand units on screen or whatever, yeah right? yeah yeah and that is like super exciting it's like to me it's like one of the main selling points yeah. of the game but uh yeah there's just not really a good point to like for a player <laughs> yeah who's got 20 minutes or whatever yeah. in the middle of a busy Mm. there's stuff Game going convention. on all around there's noise and lights and 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 devs going hey how's it going yep, yep. <laughs> let me let me tell you about age of darkness yep. it's just not a good time so would it work if you just gave them infinite resources uh so that it was more about figuring out where to place things and then seeing what happens during the night so it, it, would it work uh it would would it, it, give, would would it work mm. would it give you the it, an idea of what the experience would be. My worry is it would give you the wrong idea. Mm. What I uh, I think is to me, it's pretty important that the game you play, that we're if if a game if a developer is presenting a game uh, at some sort of promotional event, that game needs to reflect the reality of the game. True. Yeah. Because uh, they are trying to sell you a product, and then if you go and buy that product and it's, it behaves very differently, you'd be upset. Yep. Now. Uh, this was like a pretty so obviously this is a big barrier uh for enjoyment of this game uh especially if you don't know the rts genre mm. uh a lot of people would just kind of they would just move units around and and, and that would be it uh some people would just sort of build one or two buildings and then they would get stuck with their population mm. because you have to have a farm to build a house but you also have to have houses to build farms mm. there's a sort of a, a, a circular relationship there which if you're not aware of and you're not sure how to handle it you can get stuck uh but then there were people who were like oh it's like warcraft 3 or it's yeah. like age of vampires like yeah. they had played something in the genre and so mm. they understood the basics and it was more at that point it was like okay great here's the stuff you here's the core infrastructure you need to build uh and also you've got a timer and um in three days you're going to get swarmed by monsters so what are you going to do like and they go okay I, I get it now like, yeah now i have a goal my goal is to survive 
Um, but it was just, it was interesting trying to, as I'm like stepping through the game with these, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of people over the course of the day, um, trying to find the best way to get the core knowledge over without overwhelming them. Uh, it was just interesting to hear Blake tell us the story about like, okay, they're telling me what to build mm. and it's leading me in the wrong direction. Mm. Because I had the same issue sometimes, right? Yeah. Like I'd tell them what to build, or I wouldn't give them enough information. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, it, it's just what what is the pertinent information so that they mm. they can go off on their own and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's a it's a really tricky challenge. But it's your, a really fine line. Your experience, you have the time limit. So yes, y- like you want to get them up to speed as fast as possible without yep. overwhelming them you know yes. for, for this demo there yes. was no time limit i could have i could could have just figured it out at my own sure own pace you know so there are things like if, if I, I get, it's a demo it's pre-alpha yeah. or whatever yeah. it's like uh so i would have fully expect it to be flawed mm. uh and i think you know uh hopefully uh, hopefully they've got some sort of outlet for feedback yeah so that they can understand where Players like yourself, who are even very familiar with the genre, are getting stuck. Mm. I'll just send them this podcast. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get an eye emoji. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Thanks, Eliloth. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Uh, uh, For those who don't know, we got a comment from the Eliloth devs on on our last podcast. Yeah. It was just eyes. Just the eyes. They're watching us. Sultry. Keeping an eye on us. (laughs) Uh, But things that I would... Were I in that developer's shoes, do was are things like I would have contextual uh, tutorials where it would be like, um, "You're running low on food. Mm. Here's how you could get food. Mm. Um, you know, in, in spring, uh, berries are a good source. In summer, you can hunt, and otherwise, you should look to farms. And, yeah, like, or or you've I see you've placed a field, but you don't have a farmhouse. Or I see you've placed a farmhouse, but you don't have a field. That kind yeah. of where it's contextual." Mm. And takes you through the steps of of the pieces as they are relevant. Mm. And to to be fair, the um, the uh, the farmhouse in its explanation does say what it does, but <laughs> but you didn't read it. I also didn't find the like the I like they're, well, they're, even though there were only so many buildings to build. Yeah. I'm in this mindset of like I don't want to build stuff too early, so yeah. there's stuff I'm not looking at. Yeah, and I didn't. I I found the farmhouse too late, right? Um, to actually make use of it uh-huh. uh, in that in that year before winter came. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but it did. The farmhouse did actually say what it did and yeah. how it how it worked with the um with the fields. Yeah. I just didn't see it in time. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, it is a tricky problem. Yeah. It's a there's a, a teaching players. It's and it's um you know. To be fair, video games have a much easier time of this than board games. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. Hell yeah. Any any sort of m- moderately complex board game, if you try and read the instructions yep. to understand the flow of the game, <laughs> yep. it is virtually impossible. Yeah. You have to really step through mm-hmm. the first turn with like a group of people who are oh, all, yeah. also reading the instructions, and they're all correcting each other and all kind of guessing. Mm. And that process usually takes like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that first turn <laughs> is very slow and very unfun. But if you're playing with someone who's played the game before, <laughs> yeah, and they can just tell you, 
okay, so here's what a first turn looks like. Yeah. Uh, it's really fast and really fun. That's, um, you guys have played Kingdom Death, right? I've never played Kingdom Neither. Death. I've played Gloomhaven, though. Oh, okay. Maybe. Is, that, is Gloomhaven the Dungeons and Dragons? No, uh, yeah. The, is it it's the sort of, right? uh, but it's like D&D light from what mm, I've heard. Okay. I've never actually done proper D&D. Gloomhaven looks really cool. I really want to try it, but um, man, it's a big intimidating game. Yeah, they did put out um, there's Jaws of the Lion, which is the less intimidating version. Okay, that's meant to be uh, easier to set up, yeah. easier to get into, less okay. options for things. Yeah, yeah. And it's also the prequel to the main game. Okay. So if you end up yeah. buying the main game. Oh, I think you can yep. still use the pieces and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, that's very clever. Cool. Yeah. Um, They're also putting out Frosthaven. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've pre-ordered Frosthaven. Nice. <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, what, what I was going to say with uh, Kingdom Death, that's a game that like sometimes the setup is uh, takes longer than the actual game. <laughs> well, that's a game that it brutally murders you. So yeah. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. But it's also a game <laughs> where it's like you need someone who's played it before to actually like like walk you through it yeah like yeah, yeah every yeah, time yeah, i yeah. played there's been someone who has played before yes if we weren't if we didn't have that it uh, it'd be tough i mean even a simple relatively simple game uh, we bought azul last christmas oh yeah yeah have you played azul no but i it, it's a very popular game right like i it's always popular, yeah. i always see it in um like board game sites yeah it's and it's uh it's beautiful and it's really fun mm. but uh trying to if you're reading the instructions mm -hmm. it's really confusing oh my god <laughs> um anyway yeah it's tough yep teaching uh, is tough i mean it's 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 tough because it's the same as like a video game demo like a, a well-crafted demo is like i think uh almost an art in itself yeah yep paul you yep. playing anything yes uh i've been playing despot's game which, uh, have you seen anything about it? No. It properly released, like, last week, I think. It's, okay. Uh, is, is it called Despot's Game? That's yep. the name of the game? Um, yeah. Okay. And it's an auto-battler, roguelike kind of thing. Ooh. Where... What platform? Uh, so it's on Steam, and it's also on Android. I'm gonna google it right now <laughs> no, he's gonna it, it is it. legitimately fun <laughs> he's not the only downside to the android version is that um they're trying to convey a lot of information in a very small screen okay some of the icons are slightly too small some of the things yeah. that you need to press on are slightly too small and with my gumby fingers i keep misclicking things uh I've, but i've queued to download oh, thank yeah. you easy <laughs> <laughs> but i ended up buying it on steam and android cool uh, Which... does it have crossplay like is it no is it, you you can't continue the same runs uh, or anything, which is your preferred version probably pc oh yeah because you i feel like i have yeah because it's just easier to click things yep. and uncover the best of times yeah <laughs> well, yeah um, um uh but it is nice having it in my pocket too. like i will play it before work or something just in the car or cool. whatever just slay the spire on, on on android has some ui issues that make it really hard to click on certain things as well yeah so, uh, i wonder if this is just bad ports basically maybe they did launch on android at the same time though as far as i can tell Interesting. but i'm still guessing it was developed for pc yep. first yeah 
once you've played it on PC though, it is like fine to play on mobile. Mm. Gotcha. Just a lot of the things are tiny icons and uh, you got to sort of hover over them, which right. means jamming your finger on the screen. And did did you play Slay the Spire on your phone? Yes, yeah, I did. I misclicked there a bunch as well. Yeah, the the potions are the are the most problematic thing. Yeah, these three tiny icons, mm. uh, and if you don't know what a potion does, it is really hard to find out. <laughs> yep, this this has those same sort of issues. Yeah, okay. There's even a like heal thing that you can get at the end of the level, and you've got to tap in the this tiny icon in the bottom corner to select the heal. Yeah. And then you've got to tap on one of your units. And your units are like these tiny little dudes. Ugh. Uh, okay. Well, I've, I've queued a download. It's still worth buying, yeah. for sure. Like, this is just some annoying UI stuff. It's, it looked like it was free on Android. Maybe it's like a... Oh, yeah, it's free. Maybe you get, like, some of it for free and yeah. you buy the rest. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, But it's really fun. And it does some really interesting things. Like, there's a... The main game mode, you progress through 12-ish levels, going through rooms, trying to be, uh, and each level will have a new kind of enemy that you've got to sort of work your way around, hmm. figure out how to uh, build a team that will get through it. Nice. Um, there's a lot of, like, trying to be very careful with how you spend resources, because, cool, cool. like, you could build... Uh, by a massive, um, like, army of dudes. Yeah. But each dude eats one food per room you go through. Ooh. And it's uh, to buy food, you're using the same currency that you would buy guys with, uh. that you would uh, use in the little mm. passive tree thing to upgrade things. So it's a real delicate balance. Mm. Of... It's, it really is. Where <laughs> do you spend your resources? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, But it's real fun. And once you get through the main part of the game, it will then pit you against other teams. So you beat oh, the game. Like, like like other players? Yeah, and then That's it does cool. a king of the hill oh, thing wow. at the end. Where, That's cool. And if you've previously beaten the game, at some point you're likely to face yourself <laughs> and find <laughs> like out like that. which of your teams was the better you. Oh, wow. I've had uh, ideas for games that had a very similar end state where, yeah, basically... You would start facing pre-saved, like, asynchronous multiplayer, essentially. Yep, and that, that's how this works. Nice. There's also a, uh, an entire other game mode called Brawl, where you go through three rooms, and then you fight a player, instead uh -huh. of fighting the whatever would usually be a boss. Okay. And then you go through three rooms, and you fight a player, ah. so they've got two different kinds of weird PvP going that's on. That's cool, yeah. I didn't like that as much. Why? Um, because you've got less room to fix things once they start going wrong. Okay. And I guess uh, you also don't have the capacity to know what you're about to face. Not at all. Yeah. So. Uh, other than that, they will have had the same amount of resources to spend as you. Mm. Sure. But they could have been super lucky on, like, the upgrades that were available. Uh. There's lots of, like, mutations that are called... Gotcha. Which, uh, some of them are in the passive tree thing. It's not really a passive tree. It's just a little... It's got like five tracks of things you can go through and upgrade. Gotcha. Um, but there's all these other ones that 
you can find through upgrade rooms that will just offer you like a random set of mutations. You get to pick one. Uh-huh. And some of those are super powerful. Is there like, um, okay, so you're, I, I, what, what behaviors do these troops have? When you're, you said it's like an auto battle, are we talking kind yep. of similar to, uh, say the, uh, what was it called? Pets auto super, battle? Uh, uh, I remember the name of the one. Super that auto had pets. more like specific mechanics going on. This is more you're building an army. You'll have sword dudes that run up and do melee. Yep. You'll have tanks. Okay. Um, you that it also has synergy. So if you get like three tanks, they'll unlock an ability that I think for tanks is a, ta- a taunt. Yep. But they can't be the same unit. They have to be three different tanks. Ah. And okay. Okay. there'll be so, yeah, five yeah, yeah, tiers yeah, yeah. for each thing. The most expensive one has like scales the best. And uh, is there like a merging component? Like no merging. Okay. Not interesting. That I know of anyway. I hope there's no merging because I've been playing without it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing that strikes me, yeah, I mean, a lot of these are are kind of familiar mechanics. If you played an auto battle before, where you you kind of go, you're building a squad, and the squads have properties. Each individual member has properties. Yep. And uh, at certain thresholds, you'll unlock like new mechanics for that squad for yep. those properties, rather. Um, there's also some interesting synergies between the different classes, like. You can get a thing for the fences, which are one of the sword dudes. Yeah. That will uh, remove magic resistance on an enemy once they've been attacked. So then if you can go like mages plus... There's also uh, fighters, which are another melee unit. Get a synergy with the tanks that causes the tanks to take all the damage that the fighters would take nice okay so they can yeah survive a lot longer yep to basically i assume a dps class yep nice um have you played uh riot games auto battler i have not okay. i've heard good things about it but yeah there there's i mean look it's uh it's a it's strictly pvp yep um and well they do an interesting thing in that they basically change the format every three or so months like they have seasons and they will rotate basically which heroes are available in the fairly large pool of heroes. Yeah. Um, so you might get, you know, 50% or more of the heroes swapped out every season. That's kind of cool. Um, and they'll also change what all the properties are and add other weird mechanics in. So, like, uh, there's one where you would okay, you would get to choose special items between certain rounds that you could augment your team with. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't, like, a thing in the previous season. Um, there's so there. That's quite interesting. Then that they basically will play with the structural format of the of the game, um, but they don't actually touch the way the game progresses. Yeah, they, like it's always basically you're fighting other players, and it's just last man standing essentially. Um, I've never oh, so is heard that of against a... multiple opponents at the same time, or is that it is 1v1? it is against it's one on one, but it's sort of a round robin. Okay. So um, it's like there's eight people in the pool, and uh, and then like they, they pair them up, and uh, you know the four four rounds will play out, and uh, the winners or the losers will lose some health, and slowly they get eliminated, so the pool gets smaller and smaller, until um, oftentimes you 
if you're like one of the last two people standing, you'll just end up fighting the same person back to back a few times. Yeah. Um, which can be very frustrating or, or like really fun. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. if you, if you can't figure out how to like change your squad or positioning or whatever to, to get the better of them and you keep losing back to back and you maybe you start kind off of cool you get a few chances though. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it really depends on how well you would did in the, in the earlier rounds, but yep. yeah, you can, um, it's honestly, it's it's quite a lot of fun, but uh, it didn't keep me stuck around, and I I don't fully understand why. I think part of it is that they have a fairly weak meta progression system. Uh, you get some points for doing some things, and you have a sort of battle pass system, yep. so you can unlock like, cosmetics essentially. This doesn't have any overall progress like that. But what it does have, by the sounds of things, is at least a, a randomized single-player campaign that I can play sort of at my own pace. Yep. Which sounds great. Because mm. I've played lots of Slay the Spire. I've played lots of Dicey Dungeons. Neither of these have particularly strong meta progression systems. Uh, so Yeah, and roguelikes are kind of... They're their own thing because you have enough randomness, right? Exactly. To just go back and yes, have a different experience to exactly to the one you had last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the failings for the auto battlers, the multiplayer auto battlers, is if you get a bad start, it, it could be almost impossible to recover. Yep. Uh, whereas with a roguelike setup, uh, at least I, for a game like say Slay the Spire, a bad start isn't necessarily as bad as you think. Because you don't really know what you're, what's around the next, yep, cool. like uh, what, what you're gonna get after the next battle. Mm -hmm. You could get some insane card or a relic or whatever that just changes it completely. Um, so it's a very different sense of progress as you're playing through it, I guess. Yep. And I have had games like that where it starts out and it seems like it's gonna go terrible, and then you just happen to land on the right upgrade and then nice. the right unit to turn it around. Blake, do you wanna get it? Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it, not, <laughs> is it not early enough access? Have I just talked about it two weeks ago? But I hadn't looked it up yet. You should have. Um, <laughs> you should have mentioned that there was like some sort of village, or uh... <laughs> is there a demo? <laughs> there might be. With like all the interesting features. I'm pretty not sure it was in early access before, so you might be able to find an old build that's oh, slightly more perfect. broken. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> If what uh, you're really yeah. looking for is the unfinished version. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, you played a little bit of Slay the Spire, didn't you, Blake? Yeah. What'd you think? It was good. We talked about it. Yeah. I so, really liked it. I guess my question is, why do you like such bad games? I'm <laughs> 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 oh. uh, just teasing. Um, Blake, you've been playing something else, right? I have been playing something else. Uh, Which also speaking, means why so, you're like... Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I got back into Cyberpunk. So, uh, I I repeat the question. Yeah, <laughs> why do you like such bad games? <laughs> um, so Cyberpunk uh, has had a bit of a resurgence recently yeah. um, because of a Netflix show, and uh, that was why I also got into it. Like, I've not even like. Did you watch the show? I've, I've watched like three episodes of it, okay. and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give this a go. It's been two years, and two years of updates have made that game pretty playable now. <laughs> uh, is it good? Yeah. I. I think, boy, you are really dancing around it, aren't you? <laughs> I think it is good. However, 
Uh, However, this is more couch than me right now, and I'm sitting on a couch. However, uh, I I think my expectations have been adjusted based on my previous experience uh-huh. because um, I am playing it in a completely different play style as I did last time. Last time I played very sneaky, sneaking around, yep. backstabbing people, um, choking people out, doing that sort of thing, and yep. I was like wanting to never be seen. Like if I went through an encounter without anybody ever seeing me, I felt like that was the win. Yep. Uh, but the game... The game supports that, but not very well. Okay. Like, that is the most frustrating way to probably play that game. <laughs> uh-huh. And this time, I am playing as just first-person shooter guy. Yeah. And okay. I'm having a great time. Right. Okay. Um, are you noticing significant differences since the last time you played? Uh, no bugs. So far, no bugs. Okay. We like that. That's probably like the biggest thing, because we... We talked about this. There was like T-posing people all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah cars yeah, yeah. were like changing when you uh-huh. looked away from them and, uh-huh. and looked back. Uh-huh. Uh, people had no faces. Uh-huh. Um, floating cigarettes was like a major, major thing. Like was I, was, I was constantly, every, every cutscene that's supposed to be like emotional, like someone's dying or whatever, there's just like a cigarette floating in front of their face. <laughs> um, because they had been holding one like a minute ago and... They moved their hand, and for some reason, the model got stuck there. Yeah. Uh, and that was happening all the time, and I had to, like, really work to enjoy <laughs> that game. Yeah. I remember some of those cutscenes just being not even half done. Yeah. It was bizarre. There's, yeah, there's, uh, it, it, it was, <laughs> like, the bugs were really distracting. It was Honestly, when that game came out, that was a really fun two months of scrolling Reddit. It was, it was, <laughs> it was just so much. It was nuts. It was such a such a great wide variety of hilarious and kind of jaw dropping bugs. Like Bethesda's notorious for mm. releasing buggy games, and like you know when a when an Elder Scrolls game drops, you can be sure to see some characters mm. flying into the sky or whatever. Cyberpunk seemed to have set a new level to that, and uh, yep, yep. Well, I'm I'm glad to say they fixed they fixed all the bugs that I had seen okay. uh, previously, um, and so now I can actually just focus on the, the core actual gameplay. the core gameplay, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. Um, however, I I do <laughs> I, I I do understand that like a lot of that is based on past knowledge of like where the flaws in this game actually yeah. are, the type of gameplay that is actually more fun and like preferable. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, so then, you you've gone out of your way to play the fun way, and you're having, yeah, you're having, I'm, ha- I'm having wait, a great wait, time. Wait, wait, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. A great time. Actually, yeah, I am having a great time. Okay. I'm probably gonna play it after the podcast. Like, I can just straight up enjoy, like, just playing it as a shooter, you know, and yeah. l- like some minor sneaking, but not being sure, like that's sure. my whole my whole life is sneaking. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just it's just My a whole life it's just sleep. it's just a whole better experience <laughs> and it's just completely ignoring all the um like um just just understanding that there are limitations to it <laughs> and and avoiding it that seems weird to me i guess you know like okay what uh, address let's address one of those what are the limitations i i i would say it's still just the sneaking for me okay the the sneaking is like the the big thing like it, it presents it as you know you have a whole skill tree that and and stuff you can spec all the way into sneaking and you can yeah. be all stealthy and stuff but like 
the actual stealth mechanics of like being spotted and then one once you're spotted like it's it's just not enjoyable to yeah me. it's okay. not a dis it's not a dishonored it's not a like thief it's not um i don't know what other sneaking it even more like moral like uh like skyrim probably has more enjoyable sneaking than yeah. in that game um like i i would say like dishonored is probably my bar of sneak like sneaking games <laughs> sneak simulator S sneak simulator <laughs> but then that is what Sneakers. they get that is what that game is so to i think maybe to well, if you only if you go that route can right? you go any other route and pretty sure you can dishonored? just be a guy can you yeah, and dishonored i'm pretty, pretty sure Really, I'm pretty sure that game was all about sneaking. <laughs> Unless I just played it like that. But then uh, then that even that uh, even makes my point even yeah, more clear yeah, is if yeah. you can play it like a, a shooting person and a sneaking person. And I thought the the sneaking was done so well in that game that um that's just what I thought yeah. the game was. And in in uh, so I was expecting that when I first played uh, yeah. Cyberpunk and just having a horrible time like um sneaking around. It's not fun, but running around shooting people is is so much more fun. And also, I've gotten into um, uh, uh, the melee weapons. Uh -huh. So I'm running around with a um, katana. Okay. Oh my god, it's so cool! You just sprint <laughs> around, slicing people up. Okay. Cool. Like I've I've figured out what <laughs> the ideal way to play that game. Uh, okay. And and okay. now that I know that. Oh my god! It's it's. You're having a great time. I'm having a great time. That's, that's good. Yeah. You know what? I'm like more convincing to, the more you talked about. I'm it. like looking forward to uh, doing missions. Before I was like, ah, another another because <laughs> I have to go through the motions of like sneaking around and like like hacking into cameras and doing all this stuff uh, and yeah. it, and like planning out the planning out who I'm going to take out first and the whole thing was just frustrating. Yeah. And then now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to run in with a katana and slice everyone up. <laughs> yeah. When I first played it, uh, back when it came out, I did all of it just with like the pistols. Oh, yeah. Like the the one-shot pistols that were just one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, one-shot headshot. Yeah. One-shot headshot. One-shot headshot. One-shot headshot. <laughs> one-shot headshot? <laughs> one-shot headshot. Gotcha. Um, Sorry, but how many and shots? And there was heaps of fun. <laughs> Even yeah. with the broken game back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just run up and just start blasting yeah. people in the face. and There was no planning or anything. It was just an yeah. action. Yeah, you just run in there and shoot, again. And shoot everyone. And then one shot, like, job shots. done. Yeah. Um, I have not really been following that game closely. Well, I mean, neither of neither have I. Like, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to give it another go. Are, are there, like, have they added new stuff? There's a I know whole, they fixed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's there's loads of um new stuff, but it's like nothing that uh nothing that really impacts uh gameplay too much. They've added like apartments that you can buy. There's like some sort of photo mode with like a hairless cat. Um okay. And then there's there's I think there's new uh like I have this I have this thing on the side. It, like there's this like add-on uh this is add-on panel that just shows you all the new stuff that they've added, and it's all okay. like cosmetics. Oh, it's like items and right. and cars and and that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. not nothing, uh, nothing substantial. I would like gameplay-wise. Okay, uh, but they do have a DLC. Uh, their first, I think, their first DLC, or at least their first major DLC coming paid like, or next free. Month. 
Ooh, good question. I don't know. Mm. Pain would be pretty pretty bold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Pretty, pretty bold move Very of them. <laughs> yeah. That's a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard that they, uh, this is uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, they've got at least one more Witcher game in the works and like four other titles. Or something. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous number of. It's nuts. I I saw that um, that like tweet list on Twitter of well, someone sent me a um, a screenshot or something of all these announcements that were on Twitter, and yeah. it just kept going. Like I was just scrolling, and it's like uh, for CD Projekt Red. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't looked at. I just know that there was there's a bunch of projects that were are now being worked on. Yeah. Which is uh interesting. Mm. Like uh it's a it's a it's a risk. A they previously had been sort of a one game studio. Mm. Uh and then they had Cyberpunk working in the background while they were doing all the Witchers. Yeah. Uh and that did not work out so hot for them. No. Uh and now they're really doubling down on that strategy. So hopefully mm. they've learned a lot about how to do that uh or we'll just see a repeat and i mean i think i I think you more than anybody would be very sad if the witcher came out in the state yes definitely definitely we can have sav on he can just like he can just (laughs) gleefully gloat oh he love it so much and love it yeah (laughs) um yeah okay yeah but yeah i it it's it's the main thing is all these bugs gone, so I can actually like just enjoy the game and the story. Yeah, which the main story is uh, quite cool. Okay, it's quite good. Um, it's when it's when you go off onto uh, side quests that you start seeing like the um, uh, not bugs, but like the the NPC ness of of the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that in itself is it can be distracting even in like um the 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 more crafted like store like main story sections there yeah. was there have been part there have been times where it's like you're talking to a character like it's a it's a bit of a cutscene and dialogue yeah. options and stuff and then you're talking about you know stuff that's just happened like big turns in the story and whatever yeah. and in the background there's just like an npc doing its npc thing of like walking back and forth endlessly right. <laughs> like dead eyes you know um what I find interesting and a little bit frustrating is uh, when heavily story-driven games uh, with, like, lots of layers to the narrative, uh, as in, like, you know, you, uh, there's lots of different steps and every mm. character has things to say about every step kind of thing. So um, when, when those start to collide in a, in a, in a noticeably bad way. Oh, yeah. Um, the example I'm, I best point to is Hades. Right. Uh, where you can out-progress the... Uh, the npc dialogue oh yeah you've you said know? you've said mm. this before it'll yeah. be, you'll you'll do a thing and then it'll be talking about a, a threshold you met five runs ago or yeah, whatever yeah. because uh it hasn't caught up or or had to skip ahead or whatever mm. um i always find those it's a, it's an interesting thing like i think the often the reason and i fall into the same trap um when when you're writing for a game and you're getting all this stuff voice acted. You really, really, really want the player to hear and see and read mm. and get all this mm. content. And I'm sure on some level, the player probably also wants that. But I think in in the effort to put this in front of their eyes yeah, uh, in the most sensible way and still also have them see all of the stuff, 
you end up with really weird situations that mm. can actually undermine your intent. Yeah. And that maybe it's better to be like, okay, they don't get this dialogue. Mm. Yeah. And I, it's a, it's a tricky one. There's, um, Elden Ring did that quite a lot, right? Like you would catch uh, up with characters that you were supposed to have gone into a thing with. Yeah. And instead of that entire storyline where you interacted with the dude, you'd just be like, oh, I didn't catch you in that place. Ah. And you could you you just, just miss, out, miss on that? out on that entire mm. part of the story. Yeah. See, I think that uh, it is ultimately probably healthier for the player. I think mm. so. Um, but it is it's it's a it's a if you're on the creator side, it's a real hard thing to let go of all that work. Yeah. Um, and put it in that. Yeah, I bet. Put that trust in the player's hands to still enjoy it. <laughs> but you that, know? that that work, even though like players will see that work, it's just yeah. some players won't. Mm. But having having it having it so that that work was done. Uh, off camera, basically, by this NPC who who says about it, who's like, "Oh, I didn't catch you here. I just did this myself." That yeah. makes the world seem more alive. It does, you know. Then if you if you That's ran exactly into them I mean, and you're like, "Okay, now I've just unlocked their yeah. quest," which is like, you know, ten levels back. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 much more immersive. And uh, the the counter to that is like when the opposite happens and they're still talking about old events. Yeah, it pulls you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Blake, you you've been an artist on Path of Exile for I think four thousand years. Um, yeah, when when GGG started, I was already there. Yeah, yeah, you were. Uh, <laughs> I was they, in Chris's garage just waiting. You were encased in stone on a chair. Yeah, and they had yeah. to break you out. I started on um, cave paintings. That was, I was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tile-based cave. Yeah, game. yeah. <laughs> uh, procedural generated <laughs> yeah. Uh, glyphs. Um, uh, and you've talked in the past about how, like, uh, when I think it was 3.0, no, 2.0 came out and people were running the aqueducts and you were really, you're watching oh, streams yeah. and you were really excited because you're yep. like, you worked really hard in the aqueducts. You spent ages work yep. on these yep. waterfalls and someone went to the end of this little dead end and there's this uh waterfall and the player went up oh, nothing here and turned around yep um they didn't even so it was it was literally like a week or two earlier that yeah i was working on this waterfall yeah. me and the effects artist were working on it we crafted it i was like really stoked with it yeah. like you could see all the like internal structure of the aqueducts and you could see that this water was like pouring out and i was like yeah. i cannot wait until players see this and like you just said I was watching a stream. They didn't even get to the end of the the the, the walkway yeah. because they could see on the mini map yeah. that, that it was, it was a, a dead, dead end. end. So they just turned around before they even got to see <laughs> the actual dead end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you understand the like sense of attachment to a piece yeah. of content you've created. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about if if there was a, a moment in Path of Exile where? You get towards that end of the aqueduct, and the camera pans down and show, it says, like, check out this sweet waterfall. And it's like, you know, the player is forced to watch for five seconds your work before they can continue. But then you could do that for everything. because Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. And it, it to, to me, like, I have, yeah, I've watched streams like that where yeah. the players just completely ignore all this hard work I've done. But then I've also watched streams where... Uh, players will run around and zoom in on yes. on stuff and go, oh my god, look at this! There's like a little skeleton yeah. guy buried underneath these books, <laughs> you know. Or yeah. or like I remember watching, um, I think it was Ziggy D, go through the uh, reliquary, 
Yeah. Um, and he'd or he'd I think he'd cleared it, and then he just went it through, zooming in on every little like display <laughs> nice. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is I'm validated. I love. I don't I don't theory. care if a thousand other players didn't do that. You got one. I got one. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> the most important one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just think it's it's such an interesting thing because you know we're everyone who I think anyone anyone who creates on a project mm. and uh, uh, and really wants their audience to experience their work. Yeah. They have to weigh up these decisions, uh, and uh, mm. it's interesting to see when ego. Yeah. Uh, gets in the way. I've. I've got another example for you. Yep. The um, paintings in the haunted. Um, oh, I love those. Like most pe- most players, ninety nine percent of yeah. players do not know that those paintings change. But the yeah. the the one percent that do and post about it, they're that the, the whole reason yeah. I did it. You know, <laughs> yeah. because it also it's that thing of like it makes it makes the whole thing seem more alive. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, you don't it- need to zoom in on it and be like look see it's changing like (laughs) you don't need a character the line that goes oh that painting yeah it looked different a moment ago yeah yeah wait 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 stand there now stand here oh my god look at the difference (laughs) meanwhile this is popping up when you're in the next area yeah yeah exactly because you've missed it in the previous one you come out and then NPC is like did you see the paintings change yeah um yeah uh we're we're pretty much out of time uh I just thought, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks, I think. You, got, you guys got anything else you want to say before we bail? I don't think so. No. Okay, good. That was Cyberpunk's, a really... Cyberpunk's pretty great. Huh? <laughs> Cyberpunk's pretty great. Okay, right. Play that game, but um, okay, don't, don't, be, don't play a sneaking <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, have we talked about the, the like Zelda trailer? I think we must have. Uh. I don't remember when Did that came we? out. Anyway, there, there was a new. If we haven't, there was a new Zelda trailer. Five seconds of gameplay. Yeah, it still looks like it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> next, um, well, next year too. If you've got a, if if you've got uh, remarks about Cyberpunk, or uh, anything really, frenziequestionsgmail.com. You can email us. We read them all the time. Specifically, Blake reads them all the time. I'm I'm interested to know if anybody like me watched um, Edge Runners on uh, on Netflix. And uh, played Cyberpunk because of it. Mm. Because it, it, they ha- definitely had a resurgence because of that. Yep. Yeah. You also stopped watching the show to play the game. Yes, I did. I've not gone back to watch the show. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder how that's... of ad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the game will be like, now watch the rest of the show. And it's all you yeah. Netflix on. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Blake. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Paul. Thanks. You don't want to. You don't want to mention our names. Paul. No, that's fair. All right. Uh, we'll be back Seems in a couple dangerous. weeks, baby. Huh? Seems dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Beetlejuice. <laughs> I don't think you've ever mentioned our names in any of the episodes. You always say, "Hey, you." Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, hey, fella. Hey, friend. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's always with a sneer. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Bye.
Okay, there's these these Which NPCs are? that uh, you can choose to talk to or not talk. to. <laughs> you don't get it though. You can choose. No, 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 no. There's there's like uh there's like you know how there's like quest icons. Yeah, it's like those. It's but like for those, lore, but for lore, and so you can see them and choose not to talk to them. <laughs> so they're NPCs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, good game. The creators of it. Um, Left a YouTube comment on our last. Uh, Wait, thing. really? Yeah, but not really a comment. More of an emoji. Eggplant. N- ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs>